Today is Wednesday, January 6th, and you're listening to The Morning Announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. As of this recording at 11 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday night, sorry, we had to go to sleep and we needed some editing time, both Republicans, Leffler and Purdue, maintained slim leads, but with Warnock and Ossoff as the likely winners, according to the New York Times Needle. This is because despite the Republican leads, most of the uncounted votes are in heavily Democratic-leaning areas like Atlanta, with enough outstanding vote to overcome those leads. You'll definitely hear more from me on these races tomorrow, and hopefully we'll have the final results. Today is also a huge day because Congress is set to finally certify the electoral results. This is the final coup you've all been waiting for. As you know, there will be challenges from nearly 150 House Republicans and now 13 Republican senators. Just to set expectations, it's possible that Republicans could challenge the electoral slates of six different states, which would require two hours of debate for each. There's a possibility that this treacherous affair could stretch into Thursday, but let's seriously hope not because the result is not changing. According to New York Times reporting, Pence plans to let the senator's objections move forward, but he's supposedly going to uphold his constitutional role of opening the envelopes with the results in them and doing nothing else. No surprise he wants to keep our Constitution just safe enough so that he can run for president in 2024. For our next story, we have an update in the Jacob Blake police shooting. Yesterday, the district attorney in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Michael Gravely, announced that there would be no charges brought against police officer Rustin Chesky. Chesky shot Blake seven times in the back with his children watching, leaving him paralyzed from the waist down. Gravely argued that Chesky fired his weapon to defend himself since there was incontrovertible evidence that Blake was armed with a knife. There will also be no charges for the other two police officers involved in the incident. Speaking of Kenosha, you may remember Kyle Rittenhouse. He's the 17-year-old who drove from his home in Illinois to Kenosha with an AR-15 with the intent of going to the protests that broke out in response to the shooting of Jacob Blake. At the protests, Rittenhouse killed two people and seriously wounded a third. And yesterday, Rittenhouse pleaded not guilty to all four of his charges. Why do I have a feeling that he will somehow experience less than the full force of the law? Finally, we have an update in the cyber attack. Yeah, remember that one? On Tuesday, top national security agencies issued a rare joint statement confirming that Russia was likely the party responsible. So no, it wasn't China or the 400-pound man in his basement. The statement also revealed that the hacks appeared to be intended for intelligence gathering and spying, rather than an attempt to damage or disrupt government operations. I can't decide if that makes me more worried or less worried. Now here's a story one can revel in. A Florida state representative, Democrat Omari Hardy, wants Mar-a-Lago shut down for violating local COVID safety restrictions during their New Year's Eve party where guests weren't wearing masks. This was at least the second holiday event where Mar-a-Lago violated local restrictions and disregarded guidelines against large gatherings. Currently, Palm Beach County has a mask ordinance in place, and so far, the county has ordered 27 businesses to close temporarily due to mask violations. You might be wondering, how does this Florida lawmaker know that the restrictions were violated? Was he a partygoer? Nope, he found out the old-fashioned way, the same way you found out which influencers were being so safe in Tulum this weekend, because no one can keep their shit off social media. Photos of the event show crowds of maskless people, including Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump Jr., Palm Beach County officials said on Monday that they're reviewing the complaint, hopefully more thoroughly than they reviewed the complaints against Jeffrey Epstein. 
And lastly, a quick award season update. The 2021 Grammys, which were originally scheduled for January 31st, have been postponed until March 14th due to rising COVID cases in California. So I guess we'll just have to wait a few more months for that Beyonce performance. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you want more of my news content, follow me on Instagram at Sammy. Also be sure to follow and subscribe to the Betcha Sup podcast for more in-depth discussion of today's news and follow at Betcha Sup on Instagram. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.